Chart Chat is a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Baby, you a song, you make me want to roll my windows down and cruise. Hey everybody, it's Wednesday, August 7th, 2019. I'm Caitlin Flay, and you are listening to a bonus episode of Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the US and UK charts, but this episode is about country music. Probably none of you thought that that would ever happen. I'll get into it a little bit later why. But as Tanner alluded to last episode, and big shout out to Tim Booth for guesting last week. Awesome episode, guys. Uh, The next few weeks are going to be a little bit weird for me schedule-wise because I'm helping my family out a lot and they infamously live in the Virginia countryside. My dad likes to say it's off-grid. And they have no internet, so no way to record chart chat. So sad. I'm also starting a new job and I'm moving all within the next 10 days. So it's going to be really exciting. It's going to be really stressful. It's going to be really awesome. I will keep you posted on all things. So like I said, the purpose of this episode is to tell you about my country music adventure from this past week at Jiffy Lube Live, where I got to see Hardy, Kanan Smith, Morgan Wallen, Dan and Shay, and Florida Georgia Line. And I don't really have a super strict outline or any kind of guidance for this episode. I'm just gonna talk. And lucky for you, I've invited back Claudia. You guys loved her from a couple weeks ago. And because our Sasha Sloan episode was all about sad girl music, she didn't really get to show her country music stars and stripes, as we (laughs) both say. So I wanted to give her that chance to show off her country chops. Claudia, how's it going? It's going super well. I've been super excited to do this episode with you for a long time. This has been my moment to shine and show the world what I'm all about. This is like the pinnacle of our friendship. We're not going to be friends after this. This is it. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be recording this. For those of you who don't know what Jiffy Lube Live is, though, you're probably still like, what did Caitlin say when she was introducing that? Um, I just want to set the scene for you, my country music adventure. So Jiffy Lube is located in Bristow, Virginia. It's this outdoor live performance amphitheater type thing. And it's about 35 miles west of Washington, D.C. So it's kind of like the premier huge venue in Washington, D.C. Other than like the Capital One Arena, which is indoor. So it's owned and operated by Live Nation. And the amphitheater can hold 25,000 people. So they have a 10,000 like seat space, kind of a pit and then reservable seat area that's undercover. And then they have this lawn that they can crim like 15,000 to 16,000 people in. That many? Yeah, it was wild. So it is really the largest music-oriented venue in the Washington metropolitan area. And last weekend, this country show was sold out. It was confirmed that the venue was 
over capacity. I'm not surprised people sneaking over walls. And stuff I know. <laughs> they were like, I think um, when Florida Georgia Line was on, they were like, there are 25,612 people here tonight. <laughs> and I was like, who told you that? Who was counting? How can you? Anyway, it was really cool. So I hung out on the lawn to kind of get the full country music experience. I was also DDing because I really just wanted to get a sense of exactly what was going on. You can't experience it without a little bit of alcohol. See, that's what people (laughs) told me. I was a little bit concerned, but then I was like, I just want to observe. Like, I literally Mm. just want to be that, like, fly on the wall because I didn't really feel like I belonged (laughs) at any point. (laughs) But I... I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole thing. I'm going to kind of walk you through step by step, and Claudia is going to lend some of her expertise as we go along. We're going to listen to some clips. We're going to start at the beginning of every big country music concert, which is tailgating. (laughs) Tailgating. (laughs) So this is super interesting because I was told by my brother, like, yeah, let's go. And he's very country, so this is my country Mm -hmm. brother voice. He's like, yeah, let's go tailgating, blah, blah, blah. Gates open at 3.30, or parking lots open at 3.30. And I was like, I'm going to go hang out in 90-degree Virginia weather in a parking lot? Like, no? So I saw this meme one time, and I just pulled it up so I could read it to you. And it goes, roses are red, mud is brown, country music up, tailgate down. And, like, that is... (laughs) one of the best things I've ever read because like someone sent that to me before summer started. I'm like, I'm so hyped. Like I can't wait. (laughs) So tailgating is this ritual. I would say it's a ritual. And I really like, I was racking my brain this morning preparing for this. And I cannot think of another musical genre that has anything similar or comparable to tailgating involved. I don't think so. Yeah. So please, if you guys can think of anything, let us know. But tailgating is essentially just like picking up a house party. Like you have lawn games and you have like (laughs) drinks, food everywhere, like big speakers, Shotgun beers. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like a big lake house party, but then you like plop it in a parking lot and then your neighbor's doing the same exact thing mm-hmm. and I guess it's an opportunity to like make friends and oh everything, definitely but like you can't tailgate by yourself no 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 no. that's not how that works right <laughs> so like I would say from my observing I would say like you can't even go there are three people in the car that I drove mm-hmm. like you can't even go in that small of group and tailgate no you would need upwards of like 10 so Mm -hmm. my thing is i guess smaller groups go to smaller groups and then they form a larger group yeah right like you could probably go tailgate have you tailgated before i have and i don't kind of playing into what you were saying i was trying to think of like smaller groups and i've been in smaller groups going to some of these events but it's more like if you're with your girls, then mm-hmm. you can not tailgate, but it's only because once you get in the venue, guys will buy you drinks. So it's like you don't even need to really, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's either one or the other. I don't know what small groups of guys do. Probably find girls to buy drinks for. But Yeah, because yeah. like, I was thinking that, but, like, in the parking lot itself, like, not even in there yet. I guess it's kind of like this southern hospitality thing of like if you are a single person you got one ticket to go to this concert Uh like you could probably just latch on to a tailgate and make new friends especially in this area because it's again it's the prime 
a you said concert going to whatever um venue but because it's that way this is where they play all the country concerts like yeah you can't have a country concert you can i guess indoors but it's not the whole experience like it's kind of cringy like you don't want to be stuck to a bunch of people type deal yeah so it's not uncommon to go there and see 15 of your friends so yeah you can literally go by yourself and know everybody right and yeah. then just like snapchat the crew and be mm-hmm. like who's here mm-hmm. and then you just have people to, yeah Absolutely. that's true so that's like that's a vibe my first impressions too were that there were literally trucks everywhere thank god like they had the, <laughs> but they also had the best parking spots uh-huh. like these really fancy like lifted trucks like all this stuff the bigger the truck the closer to jesus <laughs> Wow, thanks for the episode title, Claudia. <laughs> it was perfect. Um, so yeah, so they had all of these trucks and they were like on display. Mm-hmm. People were climbing all over them like it was a jungle gym. Lift kits are very important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was looking and I was like, oh my gosh. Like not only do you get to leave here first, mm-hmm. um, Jiffy Lube is notoriously bad for parking, oh like getting out after yeah. a concert. And they were over 25,000 people there. Like, we waited for about an hour and a half mm-hmm. after the concert ended to get out. And these trucks just went straight on through, just, I guess, because they were cool. Like, they represent the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So they, they get They also priority. probably get there super early to tailgate. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, because a lot of them bring... I've seen grills before. Like, the whole ordeal. You can't cook meat five minutes before a show. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have it all day. I also want to talk about fashion for a sec too because I ex- I don't know what I expected to be honest because I like I didn't have boots mm-hmm. you know I had shorts and like a tank top and was like okay I'm going to an outdoor concert yeah. like I'm not trying hard to like look country but what would you say because I know that these looks are in your wardrobe like what is a country <laughs> music concert look um so yeah I think <laughs> It's funny you say that. So guys, I think, are pretty straightforward. They have jeans, boots, ball caps, usually camo of some sort. Mm. Um, the t-shirts are probably nine-line apparel or grunt style. Very military, pro-military type uh, shirts. Girls go all out. And it's concerning sometimes for me just because I'm like, how much are you it's hot as hell out here like why are you putting that much makeup and whatever but lace country i mean cowgirl boots um sometimes it's short sometimes it's a cute little graphic tank top with like cole swindell lyrics on there or something (laughs) like that um curly hair just yeah makeup obviously yeah look good if you're gonna find a cowboy because i was (laughs) like okay so definitely those looks were all over the place Mm -hmm. but what i was surprised by and i don't know if this is like location or if it was just because this is what country music fans dress like Mm -hmm. but there was a fair amount of vineyard vines there claudia like vineyard vine tees yeah like very preppy i would say there was a good balance of like full-on like redneck like i saw a lot of guys wearing flannel flannel shirts jeans boots like fully clothed yeah i think the flannel is probably more of a country music look i think and i have seen vineyard vine stuff um at other country concerts but i think that's definitely where it was located kind of yeah more than more than like actual country okay Mm -hmm. that makes sense i mean i think the most shocking thing that i saw was a man wearing jean shorts he ripped the uh, sleeves off the flannel. Mm-hmm. So it was like a flannel vest. 
and American flag crocs. I'm surprised by the crocs, but because they're American flag crocs, not surprised. But um, no, cutting off the sleeve, like you saw Morgan Wallen, like that is his aesthetic. That is his look. That's very country. Yes. I love how like dad bod it is too. Like they're so unashamed. They're like, I have no muscle definition, yeah, but no. I am wearing I can this throw a cold one back with the boys for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So next up on our talking points list thing is merch. So any concert I go to, I usually like try to pick up something like Mm -hmm. a record or I'll get a t-shirt if I really like a band or whatever. And I was shocked at how plain all of the merch was. Like there was Dan and Shay like plain mint green t-shirt or a plain black t-shirt with some lyrics on the back. And I was like, that's kind of interesting. Like plain hats, Mm -hmm. Dan and Shay, that's all it said. Or Florida Georgia Line. Um, oh my gosh, the best piece of merch I saw was this like kind of gross brown t-shirt and it had y'all boys, like y'all boys on the front. And then there was like a little truck underneath and I laughed so hard for probably like two minutes. And my brother was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, (laughs) look at that t-shirt. And then I found out that it was actually a single released by Florida Georgia Line oh. and Hardy. So let's take a listen to that. Um, and I could just hide an embarrassment for thinking that was just like a country <laughs> music slogan. Y'all boys with that southern draw, boys. Here before you now, rolling off just right. Man, that sounds small, boys. But you have a ball, boys. Homemade alcohol on a Saturday night. Alright, that was Y'all Boys by Hardy and Florida Georgia Line. And now I kind of want to transition into who I actually heard because I did not do any research going into this. I just wanted to go in like a normal human being. I think that's the best way sometimes. Yeah. And I kind of notoriously have been converted by country music over the past couple years. Claudia's like fist bumping in there right now. Um, Because I didn't really give it a fair chance ever. I was just like, oh my gosh, it's that wholesome music or that, I don't know, the summer bro anthems. Like I I never had (laughs) use for it really. And then I kind of started to hear things that I liked Um, So I wanted, like I said, have an open mind and see if there was anything I liked or that I could just accept as it was. You know, isn't that beautiful? I think it's so poetic. I'm so excited (laughs) for this. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So Hardy was the first performer. So he went on early which also shocked me. I was like, wow, country musicians are nice. They are punctual. They are early. <laughs> right. Like, I've been to a couple concerts where, like, 30 minutes. Like, I kind of want to go home at a certain point. Mm-hmm. But they were just, like, snappy. And that could be due to Live Nation and, mm-hmm. like, And there was a bunch know. of acts that had to go on, too. Exactly. So he went on, like, a little bit before 7. He kind of looks like... A cross between Post Malone and Skrillex, which I was like, 
That's what? an interesting comparison. Yeah, he was very <laughs> stocky, like, God, I don't know. That. Yeah, but I couldn't <laughs> tell if he was tall or not. So I was just watching this guy. He had this weird floral kind of pattern shirt going on, like lots of colors, glasses, a hat. He did not look like a country musician or like your stereotypical country mm-hmm. musician, which I was kind of surprised by. And he has not a super unique voice, but it's kind of rock and rolly. It's a little bit gravelly, so I really liked it. And then he sang this song, and I could not stop laughing the whole time. It's called Rednecker. Well, so you think you've got some county line cred because you rode a dirt road or two. You got a mossy oak hat on top of your head and a southern pride tattoo. Yeah, you might have drank a little grain alcohol or hauled a little hay. If you think your boots got more dirt than mine, I got one thing to say. My town's smaller than your town, and I got a bigger bugging mass on my wall. I got a little more kick in my draw, y'all. I got a little more spit in my jaw. And my truck's louder than your truck. I mean, like, in this case, he's right. (laughs) But, okay, two things on this one. It reminded me a lot of, have you heard of Bo Burnham, Claudia? Yes. Okay, so Bo Burnham does this great country music parody. And all he does is kind of, like, sing country music buzzwords. Like, cold beer, pick up. (laughs) Like, he just, like, will bullet point things. And that reminds... It, I don't know, this song recalls that kind of vibe for me. Like, it's very stereotypical country subject matter. I will also say it's better live. Like, I, re- I was did not have a drop of alcohol, and I was like, yo, this is, like, some good <laughs> Let me stop the experience. Yeah, and I was like, man, he can sing. The band is great. And then I listened to it, like, record it studio version yeah right that we just heard and i'm like i'm not blown away your face kind of says a similar thing what do you so, think so at the first time you played this for me i thought you were telling me this was florida georgia line for some reason and that's the way i processed it so at first i was like this is terrible like their newest album is called can't say I Ain't country so i thought this is their way of like proving <laughs> like that they i'm like okay so let's put out every possible country thing you could say in a song and i was like guys this is i had i was hoping more for you like i wanted you to do better and then i don't know who hardy is to be honest i've never heard of him before Mm. um i'll have to look more into that but now that i don't know him i think i'm receiving the song better right i kind of i don't know i think i like it more because it's not florida georgia line Interesting. Okay, yeah. so because it violated your preconceived notions of what Florida Georgia Line Yeah, that they were trying like. too hard to be uh, country in the song and to like kind of prove that they were country. Gotcha. But this guy just might be like introducing himself. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how long. And he totally was. Like, during the concert, he <laughs> stopped during his set, and I think he only had 15 minutes. He did not have a long time. Mm-hmm. And he just told this story of like, I'm a songwriter. I've written for all the guys you're about to hear, blah, blah. Like he kind of talked himself He's up like a little Julia bit. like the Julia Michaels of country music. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we share the same brain, everyone. <laughs> um, so that was Hardy. Definitely check him out. He's in the playlist this week. Next was Kanan Smith. Have you heard of Kanan Smith? Claudia? I have. Okay. I had not. And he came out 
dressed like one of the flannel boot jean wearing guys. Mm -hmm. Like he did not look like any of the other performers that night. And at first I thought like, oh, this is sweet. Like he's a very small bluegrass, blah, blah, blah. Pulled up Spotify when I got home. I was like, oh my gosh, he has like hundreds of millions of listens on Spotify. And he played a bluegrass set. He played covers. He did all this. And it was all background music. Like, nobody wow. was actively paying attention to him. Oh, that makes me sad. It was weird. Like, Keenan, he had... if you're single, call me up. I'll listen. He's not? <laughs> oh, never mind. Forget. <laughs> wow, forget. I just said that. <laughs> just kidding. Edit out. Um, so I was definitely also surprised because he was not supposed to be on the, this leg of the tour. So it was either him or Hardy. Okay. So we were not supposed to get both. So he comes out and the the stagehands were like dragging stuff away, kind of blah, blah, blah. Country sets are also very minimal, mm-hmm. I noticed. Like Florida Georgia Line kind of went a little bit all out. But if you compare it to like Katy Perry or something, oh God, yeah. it's just very minimal. So he played for maybe 10 minutes between sets as they were changing. And I thought that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. Like there's other stuff going on. And they come out and they're like, hey, I'm not supposed to be here. But the guys asked me to come out and play you a few songs. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, that's really sweet. Wholesome would not happen, I don't think, at a pop music concert, at a rap concert. Like, maybe more at rap. I feel like guests come out. Yeah. Or people are invited on stage. Like, Drake has done that, I know, to a couple of grime artists. Yes, (laughs) because Drake is just so nice. So, Kanan Smith, I'm actually not going to play anything by him just because I want to keep that bluegrass kind of vibe going Mm. on i listened to all like his top 10 songs on spotify and i was like nope 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 don't like too poppy too this too Mm -hmm. that and i was like i just want that you know i'm sure there's songs by him that i like but for some reason like i don't listen to him too heavily so it doesn't really yeah it doesn't really do okay so with that we are gonna transition to someone that does a lot for claudia apparently (laughs) have a little place in my heart for him morgan wallen so he comes out and i was like oh my gosh who is this guy looks like billy from stranger things (laughs) it was so wild like billy (laughs) (laughs) well this last season he was kind of terrifying i sobbed by the way at the end of that season whatever morgan wallen I'm a huge fan, huge, huge fan. So he had more of a country look, but it was mostly just because he was wearing this huge belt buckle. And then every time the camera would come up to him, he just kind of shoved the belt buckle (laughs) into the camera. I was like, okay, whatever. But he also had a mullet. Yes. He had a straight up mullet, Claudia. Going after my achy, breaky heart right there. (laughs) I can't with the references. Oh my God. He was also wearing a cheetah print vest. With nothing underneath. I love him. I was like, all right. I was, I don't know what I expected again, but I guess in my mind, I thought they were all going to come out in either like dirty t-shirts and jeans or flannel. No, Morgan did not come to play. No, (laughs) no. One of my favorite country songs right now is his song Whiskey Glasses, and Tanner did an awesome job a while ago kind of taking that one apart, talking about how cool the drums are in the Mm -hmm. background, kind of not normal for country music. So let's listen to that, and then I want your thoughts on Morgan Wallen and the song, Claudia. I'm gonna need some whiskey glasses, cause I don't wanna see the truth.
love that song too. I think at that point too in the concert, people knew that I didn't belong because I hadn't sung any of the songs so far. And then this one, I knew every single word. I was like going, yes. And then I think at that moment, they accepted me. I might not have felt like I have very bad imposter syndrome. (laughs) So I don't think I felt accepted, but I think they accepted me. Okay, whiskey glasses. Claudia, what do you like about it? His voice is phenomenal. And I don't think I listen to him and think pop country really at all. Hmm. Um, He has that natural kind of growl like to his voice i don't know if you notice like certain words he would say kind of like i don't even know how to explain it like they kind of like curve a little bit and i love how his voice is very 90s country kind of it doesn't sound too auto-tuned in my personal opinion Mm -hmm. it's kind of closer to like um not chris yeah like chris young um luke combs they all have a very similar very manly type voice where you don't have to question really anything like you're just like okay yes this is country music but as soon as you hear it and I love that (laughs) that's super cool because I would with the backing track on that one and the drums because there's so much rhythmically going on I would almost say like those things clash but I like them together Mm -hmm. you know I wouldn't necessarily have put them together if I was like the producer or the A&R but I am so happy that they did okay um other part of the concert, this is just a little anecdote. They played Up Down, and by they, I mean Morgan Wallen played it at the beginning, and then hours later, Florida Georgia Line played it again. Huh. And I don't know if it's because they thought people would forget or because they like the song, but I have never experienced a concert where, even if it was multiple artists, they played the same song. I just feel like you shouldn't do that. Yeah, it was weird. And I don't like that song. I was singing it because yeah. I knew how it went. It's catchy as hell. Yeah, and up, down, up, down. Yeah. People, I was laughing so hard. I took videos of this. People couldn't get the rhythm with their hands. So they were singing up, down, up, down, up, down. Oh, and they no. could, their hands wouldn't match it. And I was laughing That's so hard. That's where I look away and get it, another drink. I know. Your music teachers did you dirty, friends. <laughs> um, okay, so next up on the list was Dan and Shay. Hands down, my favorite part of the concert. I know you were texting me. I love them so much. <laughs> it was so good. So they have been getting like a ton of pop radio airplay with Tequila and uh-huh. Speechless. And I am so here for it. I was so happy to see them. They're fresh off of their completely sold out spring 2019 tour. And I think I was floored most by the fact that they were so humbled. Like mm-hmm. they just came out, they were wearing black t-shirts, black jeans, like the most simple. And they cried. They just seem like good guys. They do. Like, I just want to be their friends. Like, oh my gosh, I was, to research for this, I went on all of their Instagrams, and I had such a good time. Like, they're so (laughs) carefree. They love their families. They love their life. And they, I think, are just kind of at the pinnacle of their success right now. But they know that, and they appreciate that. And they're taking it all in. Exactly. So, they kept thanking the audience for singing their songs, they would pause at a lot of times and just be like, there are 25,000 people singing at us right now. And they would say that. And, that's, <laughs> to and each other. that's not their first time being at that venue either. So the fact that they still get feel that way, I think is incredible. Because I saw them there a few years ago and it, they were still very in awe the whole time. Yeah, like, I mean, 
who just looking out over a sea of people there was one point where they had everybody get their phones out and put it up and do the little like thing and I was like oh this is so cheesy but I did it anyway and then I looked out and I was like oh my gosh you have to get a picture of that I know I did I took a boomerang actually (laughs) I think I saw that (laughs) so good so Dan and Shay my favorite but I'm gifting Claudia our next clip Claudia what are we playing uh, How Not To from their 2016 sophomore album. I can honestly understand why it's over. I can go through the motions of walking away. I can give you the key and take my things back. I can find plenty of things to fill my days. Why'd you pick that one, Claudia? I just love how wholesome (laughs) that song is. Um, One of the things that I love about country music in general is that, and don't get me wrong, I'm a lover of all genres of music for the most part. Um, But you don't listen to country music and think, (laughs) maybe you're going to edit this out, I don't know. But like, when you listen to country music, I'm not thinking, wow, if a guy dedicates a song to me, he wants to do it degrade me like that's not (laughs) that's not what goes through my mind but I listen to country music and in the back of my mind I'm like okay yes so what guy can I get to dedicate this song to me it's the sweetest thing ever (laughs) find someone for me to fall in love with even if I don't want to be in love like it's so great you just want a country music song written about you I mean that's understandable I feel like a lot of girls down this way down Mm -hmm. in the south feel similarly um I was struck by both live and in that studio version how rascal flatty their voice is like it's kind of trebly it's they're more in their higher register Mm -hmm. because we've been listening to like morgan wallen and hardy and they kind of have this like you said really manly kind of voice i wouldn't put dan and shay in that like definitively gravelly manly category and I don't know, I think that might have been one of the reasons why I liked their set so much and why I do prefer a lot of their songs. Mm-hmm. Also, their harmonies live were so tight. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And at one point, I was just standing there, and I was like, this is almost intimate, the way that they're singing. And it's like a hug. Like, not to be childish about it, but it's really nice. Like, you just feel warm listening to all of their music. Yeah, you feel warm. And then you can also, just by that sound, you can tell how in tune these guys are with how they play and how Mm -hmm. they sing like all they had to do was kind of like make eye contact or sometimes not even they obviously like each other like off of tour i think i know their wives are very close as well but it, it shows their chemistry is very apparent for sure yeah i agree i mean I was really impressed by that. And again, something I wasn't expecting. I I think I was expecting more like that country music bravado of like watching a guy stand up on the stage with Mm -hmm. a guitar instead of the duos, even though I knew Florida Georgia Line was a duo and I knew Dan and Shay were a duo. So I really liked that. And actually how not to, they played that at the concert 
and they posted lyrics on this big screen behind them. Mm-hmm. And I got to sing karaoke because I was like, <laughs> this is great. Like, now I know the words. So I don't know if that's also a country music thing, but the concerts that I've been to recently, and I go to a fair amount of like live music, mm-hmm. they do not post lyrics like in a karaoke kind of style. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever noticed that before. Yeah. So maybe something new, maybe something specific mm-hmm. to Jiffy Lube or this tour. I don't know. But if you people have any info on that, let me know. Okay, Florida Georgia Line. I'm going to share a couple vignettes because I feel like a lot of us know their music. On Chart Chat, we certainly talk about it all the time. I was, like, personally attacked at one point <laughs> during this concert. So Tyler Hubbard just starts talking And Claudia lent me some insight to this before we started recording today. But I'm paraphrasing here. He basically said, a lot of people criticize our music for only being about hot girls, trucks, and beer. But what else is there to write music about? (laughs) (laughs) That's a very, a lot of country music kind of goes back to those things. Like drinking your truck, your woman. Like, so I don't even know why people are giving them crap about that. (laughs) But no, so you said that that might have had something to do with their last album? Um, Yeah, so I know a couple. They do, obviously. They have had B.B. Rexa on there. Mm -hmm. Um, They've had a couple tracks where it's very obviously a country pop crossover. And I think people were, I don't know, they just didn't like it. I mean, Mm -hmm. it sold very well, and you hear it on country music radio. Um... But a lot of artists were coming out kind of saying, like, you're making us look bad. This is not country music. So their latest album is titled Can't Say I Ain't Country. And there's some songs that's, like, very apparent that they are country. And then other songs, I'm like, what the heck is this? (laughs) I was like, I don't – why are you talking about smoking a bowl in Colorado? Like, that's so strange to me. But okay, (laughs) like, do what you do. It's great. So weird. No, and that kind of – statement that they made was definitely one like I almost jumped out of my own skin or I felt like I did because I felt like not that people knew that I didn't belong there but like I was on a mission I was on a mission to learn Mm -hmm. about this and see if I enjoy it and I definitely have made that critique about country music and I I don't know if I fully believe that but what else is there to write music about kind of like cop out because they're clearly also saying this in front of 25,000 people that love them, that paid yeah. a lot of money to be there. So I, I get it. Take it with a grain of salt, I guess. But I definitely felt attacked. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fan in the back. Um, there was also a couple of moments that I didn't expect I wasn't really prepared for. So that included a shout out to the American military and first responders so Florida Georgia Line played a song and I don't fully remember what that was now but may we all oh may we all yes that was the one thank you and they ended the song the cheering died down and then they said we're gonna sing another chorus for first responders military blah like went on for about a minute Mm -hmm. and like thanked them thanked their families I they had people put their hands up and like in kind of like a prayerful way and I was not expecting that at all and 
And then before they started playing, people started chanting USA. I would cry because I'm a sap, especially when it comes to like loving my country. I'm like, yes. I'm like everybody. I was like, be grateful. Like, <laughs> that's how I am. No, and that's true. And it's good. Like it's good that you feel that way and it's totally valid. But I was, again, thinking back to this tailgating question, but like what other kind of musical genre or concert would that happen? Never. Would, like I can't think of any. And yeah. it's so unique in that way. And again, kind of made me feel like an outsider because I was like, <laughs> this never happens or I've never mm. been part of this collective experience before. So it kind of, it was, it was nice. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. And it was very heartfelt. And you could tell that the audience like really connected with them. Well, especially in this area, it's very heavily, we're between some major military bases and then law enforcement and they're all, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's very common in this area. So I think a lot of people probably represented that community yeah and it was it was great and then there was also another moment where tyler hubbard brian kelly florida georgia line shared that their musical career started in church and i was like whoa Mm -hmm. hold on a second like i don't think i still have fully processed this and I threw, I threw myself back to a paper I wrote in grad school. I promise this isn't going to be boring and I'm going to like boil it down. But there's this weird like double standard for country music boys. I don't think a single woman touched the stage at that concert that I went to, which is fine. Yeah. Like if your band is guys, your band is guys. There's, there's, it's struggling right now as far as women in country music. And there are, there's a comeback. They have had concerts centered around women of country just like tours in general but they are we're str- we're struggling a little bit <laughs> but then you're even almost more of an other like here let's make this tour for you because you don't yeah. get enough stuff and then you're still like separated it's it's more apparent to me now that I went mm-hmm. to see this live but anyway there's this weird double standard for country boys there's this like personality of the good boy that loves your mom, that goes to church, mm-hmm. treats your girlfriend well, blah, blah, blah. And then the other side of this personality coin is Florida Georgia Line, like singing about hot girls, getting your truck stuck in the mud, drinking lots of beers, partying with mm-hmm. your friends, right? So you kind of, as a country mainstream guy, have to play both of those per- sides of the personality. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know, Claudia, do you have thoughts on that? Because I do not have very much experience with a Southern gentleman or Southern country musician. Does that, is what I'm saying kind of like making sense? Um, I could see how you would think that. Um, that's an interesting, I never would have probably picked that up for myself. Just because I think it might just be in general how guys are like two sides of a coin. Like who you are with your mom and your family is completely different than who you are when you're with the boys or hitting on a girl. Mm. But um, that's interesting that you say that. Yeah. Food for thought, perhaps. But then like trolling on Instagram this mm. morning, all these guys are married. The only one that wasn't married that we talked about is Hardy, who has a girlfriend. Like, they're happy, they have children, they're just like, they have these perfect relationships. And then in my mind, so let's just talk about Florida Georgia Line. 
they get up on stage and start singing about hot girls getting out of the water and being on vacation and drinking a lot. And like, I'm just, I'm so confused because I come from this pop immersion, Mm -hmm. right? Where if you have that kind of fakeness or this disconnect between who you are on stage and then who you are in your personal life, like fans almost attack you for that Mm -hmm. or critics come after you for that. But it doesn't seem like that's the case in country music. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's I've never noticed that before and it's a it's interesting that you say that because I think they're maybe more open to the fact that they're writing. I don't even know. I haven't seen if they actually wrote these songs or not. Sure. But um maybe they're putting out music for more like country music, you have to have a staple summer song. Like for one summer it was Body Like a Backroad by Sam Hunt. <laughs> There's those staple songs and I think they're so okay with putting out music for their fans even because they have such an equal amount of songs about their wives, if that makes sense. I don't know. Interesting. Okay, I see what you're saying. I mean, for me, I look at that as like utility, mm-hmm. as like there is a country music structure, right? And you, it's like a Mad Lib, like you fill in the blanks. The people want a song about a truck or the people want a song about your relationship with your dad. Mm-hmm. Like here's your skeleton and put it out. I think that's kind of nice though. Like... <laughs> Because think about it, like, and I'm not going to speak, I'm not going to generalize this community, but I'm going to generalize them kind of to some extent. Like these tend to be kind of hard work. I'm not going to say other groups of people aren't hardworking, but like these are people who a lot of them grew up working in hay, like doing, throwing hay bales on their grandpa's farm. Like this is a very simple and all the best ways kind of lifestyle, I think. I mean, like I have friends that come up from Tennessee and they'll be driving into dc and they get super overwhelmed like sometimes they have to pull over and i have to drive so they're not used to some of them like this hot fast-paced lifestyle and i think that kind of plays into their music like they know what they want and as long as you change it up a little bit like they're happy they're content interesting i would also like maybe touch on age here too while Mm. we're talking about it because florida georgia line they're not like teens they're not in their early 20s like they're making music though for those age groups mm-hmm. i would say because if florida george line let's say comes on my mom's radio she would turn it off <laughs> and she loves country music but that's not her kind of i guess con- country yeah. music and that was always interesting to me to think about what fans expect and then whether or not country musicians are just spoon feeding and Mm -hmm. being like yep here's another song about a truck yeah and if they're okay with that they're okay with that but it's this separate world right because it's also for critics like tanner and i like how do you not how do you get into that world but Mm -hmm. how do you critique something that they they just don't care. It is what it is, yeah. man. And I don't think I broke into the country music world um, <laughs> until I had been listening to it for a few years just because I wasn't raised. You would call me country. I think a lot of people would call me country. My family's not country. No. My mom's from the Bronx. My dad's from Washington, D.C. Like, there's no there's no country. You're an adopted country child. I, basically, they have no clue where I came from. I just, the doctors handed me to them. They're like, here you go. Like, But yeah, I don't, it's very much a way of life more than it is 
I mean, like Brett Young, for example, grew up in Southern California. Like, yeah. That's not, I mean, the same thing as being born in Tennessee or Texas or whatever. So I think it's just kind of what you make it. To yeah. Extent. I actually went to college with a girl who was from New Jersey and sang with a twang drawl like you would not say she was from anywhere but Alabama. And I was just kind of mortified that somebody <laughs> could put that on. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, there's country places everywhere. Like, And I didn't used to think that. I thought the farther north you got, the less it was. Because there's a difference between southern and country. Right. And a lot of people don't really separate those two things very often. Yeah. And just kind of, I guess, the last point to touch on this dichotomy of the country music bro and then that church going singing in the choir mm-hmm. kind of country guy which apparently florida georgia line are both and accomplishing <laughs> both don't know how but they are i want to talk about old town road very briefly lil nas x all the remixes you guys know the drill yeah but that caused country music critics and pop music critics a lot of grief mm-hmm. and in my mind now after this concert experience where they did play Old Town Road during one of the changes. I'm kind of sitting here like, what if that fight, what if the reason it was kicked off the country charts, all this stuff is because people don't know how to navigate the gap between pop music and country music. Like the fans are different. Yeah. The song structure is different. The musicians are very Very different. different. Their personal lives are different. Like, I think it caused a lot of people a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And now it's starting to fade a little bit because we don't have to think about it as much. The chart things became more appropriate and yeah. they worked it out, blah, blah, blah. Billy Ray Cyrus came to the rescue. But whoa. You know, I wonder if it was kind of a, a moment where the veil was lifted a mm-hmm. little bit, Lil Nas X, thanks to you. And now it's back down again. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I hated it the first time I heard it. <laughs> I just didn't like the song in general. Like, it really had nothing to do with the genre. Yeah. But then to some extent, I was kind of wondering, like, is this a joke? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if someone, yeah. you hear people make fun of country music, it's like, like, it's very, like, there's, they take a tone, they take a sound of a fiddle, and they think that's country music. And so part of me was like, that's really messed up that they did that. And then the more I started to listen to it, I was like, actually, I don't mind this so much. I kind of like it now. Yeah, it has been accepted. Maybe not into the country music hall of fame. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Maybe one day, who knows. But yeah, that ordeal is definitely going to give me and I hope you, dear listeners, something to think about for the remainder of the week. Look out for Tanner's next episode. He may or may not have a guest. We will see. But I would like to thank you so much for tuning in to this special bonus episode. Thank you to Claudia for being here. Thank you for having me. Anytime. So if you guys have comments or any gnarly country music concert stories, we would love to hear them. DM me on Instagram at chartchatcast or shoot us an email at chartchatcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much to Teej for having us on the network. To learn more, visit teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. And thank you again for listening to our bonus content. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Claudia. And we will catch you in a couple of weeks.
myself I'm jealous of the song that you've been singing 